When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coaches, today before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, CoachPad. Uh, no matter if you draw scout cards by hand or use a program on your computer, CoachPad will give you back time by never stuffing a binder again before heading out to practice. First 13.3-inch electronic device allowing coaches to clearly display scout cards outdoors in the sun has been a game changer for programs this past fall and those currently playing all across the country. This new technology allows coaches to coach and not the monotonous task of stuffing and dealing with binders on the practice field. Check out the Coach Pad and Coach Pad Mini on thecoachpad.com. Please make sure you check out our sponsors, our affiliates, and here is another episode of the Gap Down Backer Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Gap Down Backer podcast. Um, today we have we have a special guest. Um, he is the new associate head coach and running back coach at Indiana University, uh, Coach Craig Johnson. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Nick. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Like I said, like we were talking a little bit, your weather's a little bit better than mine, but um, it works. Um, for people who may not have heard of you, um, kind of can you give them how you end up as a running back coach? Because you have like, look at your resume. I mean, you've been at some serious places, had some serious success, um, developed a lot of really, not just running backs, but quarterbacks over t- your course of your career. Um, kind of how did you end up as the running back coach at Indiana? Well, actually, when I started football as a young, I, I played running back to start. Um, I was when I was in seventh and eighth grade. And then for whatever reason, I decided to uh, be a little bit more greedy and figured out that the quarterback gets to touch the ball every play. The running backs only sometimes. So I played, uh, switched over to quarterbacks uh, way back early. And then all my teammates and roommates from my high school told me, you can't do that, won't happen. But long story short, I did. And uh, got to play high school football as quarterback. And then through college, um, uh, I was played quarterback all the time. And when I was done with that, then I kind of went between the quarterbacks and running backs throughout my entire career as a coach and started off as a um, running back coach and then um, went back to the quarterback and went to a coordinator and so on and so forth. So I've, that's the only two positions I've ever coached in my life is running backs and quarterbacks. So that's the position I obviously feel the most comfortable working with. Now, now the other interesting, like obviously you've experienced in the NFL and college and a variety of places, but I mean, and I kind of, as I prep for this, I listened to kind of your introductory prep conference and you've, you've pretty much had essentially four different stops in the big 10 what, what what is why the big 10 why is that a place you enjoy being at oh that's a that's the easy answer for that one there well obviously it's a great conference and it's a conference i've watched for a long time and the main reason because of that is because my father uh ray johnson um was uh born and raised in canton ohio and so i always went and visited all his family or all my grandmother and uh 
and all of our friends and all of my cousins and all that were there. And they live about um, maybe about seven to eight minutes away from the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. So football was right down the street. It was cool. I never, I never went there, but I went by there all the time. So uh, I had a loving uh, grandmother for many years. I loved the state of Ohio at that time because of that. And because they were, uh, of course, obviously part of a state that was in the Big Ten, I always followed the Big Ten. And I really followed the the conference my entire life. Um, So it's always been special to me. Good. Now, now, now the other thing is, like, I want to hit on is, is, like I said, you've had the experience at both at both levels and and at high end football on both levels. Um, Again, you you could argue Big Ten, SEC, whatever. So those are the, the the two premier conferences really in college football. And then, like I said, you've also worked for some really good organizations in the NFL. Um, what is, like, from, from a coaching perspective or even just a running back development perspective, how much of a difference is really those two levels in terms of what you do as a coach? Well, the biggest thing that you find out, Nick, is when you're in uh, the NFL – Obviously, there's uh, you got professionals. They don't have uh, college classes to attend per se. So therefore, um, it's basically football. Um, and so you have a lot of time to work with them. Uh, there's a obviously a lot more information that you have to uh, be able to pass on to your players in the NFL level because the volume of uh, terminology is much higher. Um, the skill levels really good. I did not know this, but I found out quickly. There are nothing but a bunch of tremendous players in the NFL as long as, as well as coaches. So you really have to be on top of your game. So when you're a back that comes out of most college programs, you're known for maybe your running ability or your uh, pass catching ability out of the backfield. Um, in the pros, you're looking for that because at some time you have to block guys that are going to try to rush the quarterback, which is very important that you're able to do. So uh, it's uh, sometimes hard to what I call a guy that's really all talented in all three phases. That's running the ball, catching the ball, which includes routes and pass protection. And so you have to find guys that can do that. And that takes a lot of time and effort because some many backs that are uh, tremendous runners aren't asked to do that a lot and you have to be able to protect the quarterback. So um, that's a big thing that comes uh, into the uh, pro football and college football. A lot of guys obviously you're, are going to be very good in the style of offense that they have. And so you just have to find um, uh, ways in college to uh, make sure that they can flourish in whatever they're asked to do in their offense. Um, with that being said, as far as a pro or a college guy, I basically have the same core fundamentals. I just do more when I'm with a professional football player because you don't want to overload a college player and have him do too much because that will get them to slow down in their game. In in the uh, college situation, you just want to make sure they improve at all three phases as much as they possibly can. Okay. Now, now the other thing is you mentioned you played quarterback, you've coached quarterback at at a really high level as well. How has that coaching quarterbacks influenced you as a running back coach? Tremendously, because here's what happens. 
when you're in the quarterback room, you understand how the quarterback is going to go back, especially specifically in the passing game and how he's going to go through his progressions. Um, I played quarterback. I was all state quarterback in the state of Colorado. And um, I kind of understand the passing games, who they're going to throw it to, whether you're a progression read team, one, two, three, or you're a full field reading team and you throw it where the defense is not basically. Um, and, but I understand the timing, the rhythm, the depth of the drops and all that, that the quarterbacks have to go through because I had to teach it. So therefore, when you're, I'm a running back coach, I understand where the quarterbacks need the backs to be. Oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes the backs are not the primary um, number or number one option. But if they're the number two or number three option, then they have to be in the right space. And one thing that I think I bring to the table since I've been in the quarterback room, um, oftentimes when I coach backs, both at the pro or the college level, I can tell them, if you are here when you're supposed to be at this spot, at this depth, you will get the ball. If you are not, then you won't get the ball. And so you have to be where you need to be. And you also have to make sure if you have a pass protection uh, rules that you can block for the quarterback. So you are allowed to be in to be able to catch the ball because you have to be able to block for the quarterback uh, first. And part sometimes part of blocking for a quarterback is free releasing on the route yeah. when you're supposed to and don't block when you need a free release. So there's a lot to it. But the bottom line is I've been because I've been in a quarterback room, oftentimes the backs that uh, I coach get a lot of touches. And that's the key. You want to be able to get them the ball both in space. And you also want to get them the ball, obviously, by hand the ball to them and let them do their thing. Nice. Now, the next thing I want to hit on, too, because I, th I think the Indiana is a very interesting place. And I, like I've, I've been there for a game like, like we talked off screen. I have a buddy who played at Indiana as a graduate. He's very high on, on the staff there. Um, the, but the other thing I want to talk to you about, because part, part of being the associate coach is you are the next guy after, after Coach Allen. You help relay his message. And I think Coach Allen does a great job with culture specifically. And I think you guys have a fantastic culture. Um, his Leo culture is fantastic. Do you want to talk about kind of coming in and, and joining that part of that culture and help helping um, expand and grow that culture that Coach Allen has done such a great job with? Yeah, I think there's no doubt in my mind that part of the reason I came to Indiana was because of him. And I told him so. Um, I really, um, I had been doing an analyst job um, in the Big Ten. And I got a chance to uh, be on the other sidelines competing against his team. And I watched uh, his team uh, just run up and down the field and the enthusiasm that they had and the culture and the energy. I was just, just so impressed. And so how life goes, um, you know, two years later, I had the opportunity to, um, to come here. Uh, I'd have a, a guy in the athletic department that has been here numerous years and has been recruiting me uh, to Indiana for numerous years, even when I was in the NFL. And so I just felt like it was the right place at the right time. And uh, I, I love the culture that is here. That's the first thing I think about. I think about that even before I see the X's and O's. I just love the culture. I love how this team has bonded together, uh, watching it from the outside. And now being here, it is as real as I thought it was. And so that's something that's been very important to me. And I, I just uh, I'm looking forward to that. 
like I said, I love competing in and coaching in the Big Ten, and I'm just loving and, and and really enjoying my time right now. Now, before we get into a little bit of running back play, because again, we are on a little bit of tight schedule because of, of this time of year. Um, the other thing I noticed on your resume, resume which I, I have to I ask every single person when I catch this, is you coached at Army for a year. Um, I did. And, and I think the Army-Navy game is, is one of the best, if not the best game every year. That's just, I enjoy watching it. It's a different game, as you know, because everybody on that field serves their country. What was that experience like for you? Uh, I get it's, it's been a while since you, you've been there, but the experience of that game like for you? Haven't forgotten it. I can still, uh, I only coached one year at West Point and then um, I had one other tied to a military academy of three years at Virginia military, which was another type. So I have four years of that. My dad, by the way, uh, part of that, he was an air force person for 26 years. So I was raised as a military kid. That's kind of uh, how my interest in that peaked up. And then um, I was given the opportunity actually to get into coaching um, at the major, uh, the one of the bigger schools by coach Hatfield, Ken Hatfield, way back when I started coaching way back at Arkansas. So I've got a lot of academy in me. And so the Army Navy game, to me, uh, I still have chills when I think about it, um, to watch the core of both teams uh, uh, march on the field prior to the game is it's electric and the the spirit the uh, hard play both teams going after it both teams putting it all out there doing the best they can to beat their enemy and then be brothers in arms after the game I think that's just a just a special special time and uh, I just I love the game and uh, it was great and um, I had a really great football coach in my mind he was put in the college football hall of fame coach young to get a chance to work with and that was tremendous and so i've loved that game outside of um really uh, as a youngster outside of being in the rose bowl which is what i was always my number one goal that i had as a as a uh player or uh, and it wasn't going to be a player but as a coach outside the rose bowl i think that's probably the greatest time I've ever had. And that even includes a lot of the, the playoff games that we had in the NFL. Okay. Now, now the other thing, as a running back coach, I, I want to ask you for, because majority of my listeners are obviously high school football coaches. Um, where your advice for high school running back coaches? Because here, and I, I think college doesn't do a bad job of this, but I think high school, particularly sometimes the running back coach, depending on the system is the afterthought coach or like the last coach that gets hired, unfortunately. And I think college does a much better job at hiring really good people for that. And obviously NFL, everybody's good, at, should be good at what they do. But do you, what, what advice do you have, especially for like young high school running back coaches as they start, as they're, by the time this airs, probably they start midway through camp and developing or start their season as they develop their running backs throughout the year? I think that the biggest thing I would tell all running back coaches, and I love talking to high school running back coaches, by the way, that's been, that's one of the things I had missed being in the NFL. Uh, Cause it was, it was a little harder to do it unless I went to clinics, but um, now I get a chance to do it again. Cause I, because obviously in recruiting and so forth, um, I really, really like to emphasize to them the same three points that I emphasize to uh, most of the coaches I know. Here's the key. Number one, you got to protect the ball. Number two, you got to protect the quarterback. And number three, you got to be able to produce when you're out there in the field because that 
that's important for you to be able to make uh, the kind of impact on your team that you want. Um, and the other thing I would encourage every high school coach, and it's because I learned both, is it's okay for you to understand the drills, okay? It's okay for you to understand the fundamentals of your job. But if you want to have a chance to grow in a progression, I mean, in the profession of, uh, of football, I highly, highly encourage you to understand pass protection rules. But so you and the offensive line coach need to become good people and good friends because you need to know where he is going because it totally affects what you're doing. And you also need to understand what the depth of the drop of the quarterback is because that makes a huge difference on how deep you need to run your routes. If you want to get the ball. Now, uh, again, a lot of high school running backs will run a certain route and say, coach, what do you think about that route? And I would tell them uh, in my world and I'll say for college now as a college coach, if I was in the college and I was in the quarterback room and you ran a route, like you just showed me right there, I would freeze you out. You'd never get the ball because <clears throat> you're not, you think you're in the right spot, but when I throw it to you, I'm going to throw an inaccurate pass. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to throw an inaccurate pass or I'm going to throw an interception. And then the fans are going to be on me. And a lot of times I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So you have to understand the width and the depth of where you're supposed to be on every uh, pass route. You have to understand and you need to understand pass protection. Those things are key. A lot of guys want to so much emphasize and, and just stay on the fundamentals that they need to do, which they do need to do. That's number one, but you have to grow with the system. Understand uh, the center quarterback and running back drive pass protection in every offense, high school, college, and pro. And you need to be in the right spot, not kind of over there or just kind of in a general area that doesn't work. And as you understand as a back, the uh, older you get and the higher level you play at, if you want to touch the ball, you got to be in the right spot. So that's what I would really encourage all the high school guys to do. Uh, first, get your fundamentals down, but second, start learning the game and be able to understand, again, the whole picture instead of just my little small, small space. And that includes also uh, the blocking for the running game. I'm not forgetting that either because many times in like uh, maybe a small football, you will hear coaches tell the running back, just run it up in there harder. That's what you have to do. That is not okay. You need to understand how the linemen are blocking so you know what pace that you need to hit the hole with. That's a key deal. So I couldn't agree more. Like I think, I think that's something that's getting better amongst high school coaches, but the, especially the understanding that quarterback drop depth and where he is in the pocket, both for O-line and running backs, is still far behind where it is in college or the NFL. Um, but I think, again, it's being talked about more, thankfully. Um, for, continuing from that is how, how – I mean, how do you develop better pass, it, it will, at least in pass protectors for your running backs? Obviously, understanding the scheme is, is a huge part of it. Um, and it depends on the school. Some have one or two protections. Some have – five or six it depends on how, I mean your size of your school really kind of depends on that the high school level is 
okay, if we're a divisional big big school, we might have multiple because we love one way guys. If we don't, so forth. How do you develop better running back pass protection? Is there any specific drills, any specific techniques that you that is easy to transfer down for us high school coaches? Yeah, I, here's what I would say: the simplest thing is your body position on what on how you're going to set on the guy that you're blocking. If you're blocking the individual and outside uh, edge pass rusher or inside linebacker, uh, the bottom line is number one, know where the quarterback's setting and know his drop because it makes a difference. Um, and then number two, when you get ready to make contact, you have to be able to use both your hands and your feet. And in general, this, this is a basic uh, pass protection thought. When you get ready to make contact with your guy, you want to make sure you put your feet in a squat position. Most, most, or, or many, I should say, not all, but many high school backs have squatted at some time. They yeah. understand when you squat, you about know how your wide your feet should be and how your uh, uh, toes should be going ahead and what you need to do. Basically, you want to take that and put that. Uh, position into your collision when you're getting ready to go with a pass rusher and making sure you're uh, either hitting them down the middle or slightly on the inside to push them around the quarterback so he can't um, your guy can't make uh, the hit on the quarterback so oftentimes it's this simple if I'm going to engage if I was going to engage you Nick and I was standing straight up like um, this uh, not with no knee bend then you are inviting the defensive player to run through you what we call a bull rush and if you are too low then he's going to run around you and you won't be able to uh, make a contact and keep contact so number one you want to have a good position which is basically your squat position and number two once you engage you have to run your feet because if you block the guy initially, he's going to make a second move and you got to be ready for that. And that way you can use your hands. P past that, I won't say much more because it might get more confusing for him. <laughs> the bottom line is uh, take away the rush lane that he wants to take towards a quarterback, engage him as close to the line of scrimmage as you can, and then just run your feet and don't allow him to push you back into the quarterback. I'm a perfect coach. And, and like I said, I, I think that kind of builds off the three P's you kind of talked about protecting the ball, protect the quarterback and produce and produce is not just carrying the ball. It's, it's everything you do involved in the game. And I think, I think that's a good little thing. Somebody could steal easily from the running backs from you is that is the three P's aspect. Um, kind of, I mean, I, I do want to two more questions. Cause I know, like I said, I know we're short on time. Like I said, it's, it's a busy week as we're filming this for people watch this later. It's you got at media day, for your league you guys are prepping for fall fall camp it's right around the corner um i mean the first one i want to ask you it's a simple simple question because i like asking position coaches this um what is your favorite running back drill wow well i tell you what um i have a drill what i call a jump cut drill okay mm -hmm. basically what you do for uh guys uh, most guys have agiles or the dummies that you lay down on the ground you can kind of lay two if my hands were together like this, two, there's two that are kind of going together, and then one you have standing up between them. And basically, uh, as a back, I am running towards that. And then I will take the cone that's in the middle and lean this way or this way. And regardless if you're a guy that's in the eye formation or if you're offset in the gun 
or however you are set, doesn't make a difference. Use whatever entranceway uh, to get to a what we call a tight zone or inside zone. I'm gonna hit down towards the zone. So as I was holding Cohen right here and you're attacking me, I'll lean it. So if I lean this way, I want you to cut as close to these cones on the flat, as close as you can, and then either jump, cut this way or I'll lean that way and you cut that way and you get one cut. So you push up, get square, get one cut, step over one of the bags right here and finish your run five yards past. I like that. It's an easy cut drill because it teaches you A, to be able to react to the defense and B, not pad your feet and take force pats or four steps to do it you boom put your foot plant cut back keep the tip of the ball up which is a big deal for me and finish learn how to finish every drill every drill has a start and finish so that's important the, the other thing i want to ask you because i've already asked you for any advice on running backs and the last thing i want to ask you because you've obviously had an opportunity to work at a lot of places and work for a lot of good coaches like if you just if you look at your resume i mean you've looked works for some of college and nfl's best coaches like from that that long of a career and kind of what you've been able to experience and all the great players you've been able to work work with all the great coaches you've been able to work with whether they're assistants or head coaches what advice can you give coaches in general like from from that experience like I know there's a lot of ways you can go with it you can go to go however you want with this but like I said I, I looked at your stuff and I was just very impressed on what you've been able to accomplish and the teams you've been on um kind of what lessons can you share so maybe somebody else doesn't make mistakes or can help grow them as an not just a football coach, but as an individual. I think uh, part of that I would start off with as a running back coach, and I would probably apply this to running back coach, wide receiver coach, tight end coach, probably um, even as a quarterback coach or offensive line coach. Once you want to uh, be an expert in your spot. So if you're coaching quarterbacks, try to be the best. And if you're the best in your division then be the best in the state and if you're the best in the state and you want to become the best in the country and never give up chances to hear other people's thoughts on how you can get better um be yourself huge 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 deal sometimes and um i was guilty of it early in my career i worked for uh, i think two coaches maybe even, I think maybe even three coaches that are in the college football hall of fame, either two or three, one, the two, um, but um, I can't be them. I got to be me. So, but I'm going to take the good. One of the best lessons I've ever learned is I'm going to keep the good from every top coach that I have been a part of, and I'm going to lose the bad. So, and be yourself. So yeah. I got to do it my way and how you do that. So you can grow in your profession is, that you have to think in your little notebook that I'm hoping every coach is going to be taken, that as I'm going through, these are some of the things, if I didn't get in charge of a program, I like this and this is what I'll do. And some of the stuff right here I have with this coach, I don't like as much. So I'm going to keep the good part and I'm going to lose the bad part, but I got to be me. I can't be whoever. I can't be Tom Allen. I can't be some of the other coaches I've worked for before. So I'm going to try to, uh, that's the number one thing. And number two is expand in your area. So for example, as a running back coach, get to know how the line is gonna block things. You should know, you should have a pretty good idea. You can't say that, well, yeah, they're just blocking them and run where they're not. That's not a good 
philosophy. You got to learn timing and rhythm into the hole. You have to learn how the linemen are set because you have to know the depth of your route. So uh, on one route, for example, that we call it, if I am in a check first protection, I'm going to run the route at three yards deep. If I am in a free release, I'm going to run the exact same route at five yards deep. What's the difference? Well, when I'm free releasing, I can get deeper into the uh, line of scrimmage, past the line of scrimmage and make my cut. If I have to check and make sure my guys don't come, I can't get five yards deep because that's not going to work with the timing of the quarterback. So learn how all that works. So you want to learn how the line works. You want to learn how the quarterback thinks in that. If you're good there, then if you want to be a coordinator and become a head type coach, then what are the receivers general rules? I got to understand receiver play too. I got to understand the tight end. I have to understand all that. That's what I would really challenge uh, as an offensive coach. And I'm talking to offensive guys, but it could be flipped for the defensive guys. Don't settle on just being an expert at your spot. You have to be an expert at multiple spots if you ever want to have any thought of running an offense. And uh, you may not be a uh, uh, understand totally what the line's doing as far as their technique, but you better know the rules. And you should know their rules in all of your base plays, uh, wide plays, or what I call wide zone, tight zone, draws, screens, timing, rhythm. It means everything because um, going back to the backs, how you are timed up with your offensive line only makes all the difference in the world. And the, you'll understand what I'm saying. The higher you go, the more you're going to learn. That's going to be true instead of, well, hit this real slow or you hit this real fast. And guys ask, what's my footwork going to be? You don't want to have too many footwork. You don't need too many uh, ways to enter the hole. But when you hit it, you have to have timing and rhythm and spacing from your offensive line. So everything's timed out right. That's how you produce some good seasons. Or if you, I've been a one guy, I didn't coach him that year, but that's how you get around guys that have had a couple 2,000 yard seasons. Yeah, that's what they, exactly they get because they, they know how they hit the hole at the right time. And, and I didn't coach either guy that had a 2,000 yard season, but I was on their teams and I did coach one of them the next year. So I always laugh and say that uh, I coached him down to like about 1,400 yards so, <laughs> instead of 2,000. So uh, anyway, but, so running backs, quarterback, whatever, but, you know. Yeah, you still have coached some of the best running backs, Coach. It, 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 you'd argue in history. So, um, Coach, I do appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I know you're on time crunch. Uh, coaches, not only uh, check out and follow them on Twitter, uh, but keep an eye on Indiana football this year. Like I said, I, I, I think just off this conversation, I can tell Coach is extremely detailed in what he does, and that will lead to some extreme success for not only for the team as a whole, but their offense particularly. Um, also, get, check out Indiana Football's Twitter as well. Um, watch, Obviously, tune in, watch them play. Um, they should have a very good, exciting season this year. Um, like, share, subscribe, all that lovely stuff. Uh, check our sponsor, Coach Bad. Coach, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. I really appreciate it. I uh, appreciate your time. And I love talking uh, uh, football, college football, uh, high school football. I love that. And I have been very blessed to be around, you know, some very good players. In fact, fortunate enough, even one time, at least once, I had a uh, player who was called the best football player in the world. That was, that's a blessing. That was been a blessing to me. So long time ago, but it was good. Good coach. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,